This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay. Aguten Arab Shabbos, everyone. As we uh, continue in the Daf HaShavua, we're learning Mesechas Yuvamais, Daf Samach Amar Bez. And we begin with the bottom line on Samach Amar Aleph. Above the Gemara Brodamachloikis between Reb Shimon and Reb Yoisi. Uh, the Gemara said from the word Achoisai, uh, the Gemara says Achoisai Arusa. Your sister is an Arusa. Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda say you could be Metame to her. Rabbi Yosin and Rabbi Shimon say you can't be Metame to Achoisai Arusa. Anusa Umafuta, everyone agrees you can't be Metame. Mukas eats only according to Rabbi Shimon, are you not able to be Metame because Rabbi Shimon says. Only a woman roi to a kohen gadol could you be metame. If you're not roi to a kohen gadol, you can't be metame. And boigeres, everyone agrees you could be metame to her. And the Gemara darshans it from various psukim. And the bottom line on Samach Hamaral says hakroiva. From hakroiva, we darshan that an arusa that was nizgarsha, you're allowed to be metame. That means even Reb Shimon says, in Arusa Shinasgarsha, you're allowed to be Matami. He says, Gemara, I have Amar Reb Shimon, but Reb Shimon said, Only a woman who is right for a Kain Gadol could you be Matami. If she's not right to a Kain Gadol, a Kain cannot be Matami. And an Arusha, an Arusa, Grusha is not right for a Kain Gadol because she's a Grusha. Says Gemara, no, Shani Hasam. This is the exception. The exception to the rule is in Arusa, Grusha. Why? The Rabbi Rachmana Kroiva. Because the Torah is marber her, that even though a Kain Gadol cannot uh, live with her, you are, you could be, a Kain could be Metami to her because she is Kroiva Elav. Arusa Grusha. says, Marihachi Mukas Itznami Rabbi Kroiva. If so, if Hakroiva Elav is Marbe in Arusa Grusha, it should be able it should be Marbe a Mukas Eitz as well. That a Mukas Eitz as well, you should be able to be Metame according to Reb Shimon. Meaning just like Reb Shimon is Marbe in Arusa Grusha, Reb Shimon should be Metame a a Mukas Eitz. Says Gemar Achas Vleishtayim. Hakroiva could only include one woman. Umaros, why do you include an Arusa Gurusha to be Matame? Why not a Mukasaitz? Says Gemara, Ha is Avid Ba Maisa, Ha Loyus Avid Ba Maisa. In a Mukasaitz, a Maisa occurred to. And a Grusha, no Maisa happened to her. And therefore, it's more Mustaber to include an Arusa Grusha than to include a Mukasaitz. Says Gemara, the Rabbi and Rabbi from the fact that regarding the issue of Mukasets, even though Rabbi Yossi was all along, he was Rabbi Shimon's partner, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda say, Achoysay Arusa, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda say, you're Matame, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon says, Eina Matame. So Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon are partners. However, even though they're partners, they seem to split off when it comes to Mukasaitz. 
Because Rabbi Shimon says you're not metame, and Rabbi Yoisi is metame. Rabbi Yoisi mi the shavke lebarzuge the fact that he forsakes Rabbi Shimon. That means he holds like Rav Meir regarding Mukasets that Mukasets you're metame. Minole, how does he know? So he must learn it from from loy ish that any woman who was not to a man, including a Mukasets, you could be metame. afikto. He already uses loy ish to teach. That an arusa, I mean, because he agrees to he says that achoisai arusa ein metamela and and muka uh, says you are metame to her. Because the Gemara says uh, on Samach Amid Aleph, a few lines from the bottom, that Reb Yoisi and Reb Shimon, why do they darshan this way? Why do they hold this way? They learn out from V'la'achoyse HaBesula, that excludes an Anusan Mafuta and a Mukas Eitz. Asher Loi Hoysa excludes an Arusa. Asher Loi Hoysa excludes an Arusa. But how do they know Mukasets? He knows it from... In other words, we have a little bit of a stira here, because in the world of Rabbi Yoisi, he holds Mukasets, you could be Metame, and Arusa, you can't be Metame. He learns that in Arusa, you can't be Metame from Asherloi Hoysel Ish, but he also learns in Mukasets, you could be Metame from Asherloi Hoysel Ish. So the Gemara says, Vaha picked he already uses it up. The Gemara says, "Chad miloi hoisa v'chad mila ish." From loi hoisa, he he excludes an arusa. From la ish, he includes mukasets. And then finally, a love from a love. There marbe abaygeres a love the rabbis abaygeres. But wait a second, he includes a abaygeres. From a love that you're metame to a bagaras. That if one sister is a bagaras, you're metame to her. So Gemara says, Rabbi Shimon earlier said that when the Torah says besula, besula implies a complete, a total besula. Even um, and not a bagera. So how could you say the Torah already says besula, and besula means not a bagaras. So then, if besula means not a bagaras, how could you dash an a love to include a bagaras? So the Gemara says, "Taima didei nami hasam mehacha." The reason, his reason, also, over there, is from here. The Darish Hachi. It, um, he darshans as follows. Mi de'elav l'rabos habagares, maklal de besula, besula shleima mashma. Um... 
meaning as follows. His reason over there is from here. Over there that he says Basula is mashma Basula Shlema. Why? That from the fact, meaning, you know how he know the question was that Rabbi Shimon holds Basula is mashma an absolute Basula. So then, in that case, how could you be metame to a Bagara? She's not a Basula. The answer is, you know why Hidarshan's Basula is a perfect Basula? The fact that you need a love to say that you could be metame to a Bagaras, that means that otherwise she would not be considered a Basula and she does not fit into the category of Basula. So therefore, in general, when the Torah says Basula, it means not a Bagaras. His reason is over there from here, the Darish Hachi, from the fact that a love is Marbe Abaygeres, we can infer the Basula, Basula Shlema Mashma, that Basula is Mashma a Shlema. Tanya, we learned in a Braisa, Rabbi Shimon ben Yoichi, Rabbi ben Yoichi says, Okay, so this is a new sugya. A giyores less than three years and one day. Kshera lekuhuna is kosher for kuhuna. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, v'chol hataf banoshem, and all, and all children among women. So in other words, Rav Shimon, it's an interesting thing. There's a Pasuk in Yechazgal that says that a Koyhein cannot marry a Giyores. Now why a Koyhein cannot marry a Giyores? Is it a, a special thing, a special din, a Koyhein can't marry a Giyores? Or is that a Giyores is presumed to be a Zoyna? But Rav Shimon Bar Yechai has the following drasha. He says any girl less than three years in one day is kasher l'kuhuna. Like the Pasuk says, v'chol hataf any child among women that does not know Mishkav Zachar, you should let live. This is talking about in the war of Midian. Any female child that doesn't, ha- doesn't know relations can, can live. Pinchas is one of the, sh- the soldiers. That means Pinchas was allowed to live with a girl even though she was a Giyores. Why? Must be that less than three years old, um, as a Giyores, could live with a Koyen. For Rabbana, where the Rabbanon hold? La'avadim v'lishvachos. Ha'chayu lachem doesn't mean you could live with them, it means they could be your Shivcha, and you can marry them to your Eved Kanani. Ay, yihachi ba'shalashan v'yemechanami. According to Rib Shimon, if it's a matter of whether they had Bia or not, then what does it have to do with three years old? Even a girl above three, if you know she didn't have Bia, she should be mutter to a Kayin. <coughs> Says the Gemara, If so, a three years old and one day also, Kidrav Huna, like Rav Huna said, the Rav Huna Rami. Rav Huna asked the stira. What was the stira of Rav Huna? Ksiv kol asher yoydas ish 
Lamishkav Zachar Haroigu. It says any woman who knows a man for relations you have to kill, which implies her eno yodas, but if she doesn't know, kaimu, you could keep her. That means it sounds like by adults, a, a woman who had relations, you kill. If she didn't, you let live. It that implies children, whether they had relations or they didn't, you could let them live. But the pasuk says any child that didn't have relations, you could let live. That implies if they had relations, you have to kill them. So it's a stira by adults. It implies only if they had relations. Do you kill them? Otherwise, you could let them live. That implies children, you always let live. And then it says, any child that didn't have relations, you let live. That implies if it has relations, you do let them live. Have a oimer, it means as follows. By adults, since they're right to have bia, their bia is considered a bia, you kill all of them. And by a child, since they're not roi for bia, so you don't kill them. Meaning by an adult, you kill the, the girl regardless of whether or not they had bia because they are capable of having bia. And by a child, you let them live whether or not they had bia or not because they're not capable of having a halachically recognized bia. So that's where Rav Shimon Bar Yechai gets his din from. Tanya Nami Hachi, we learned in a like this as well. Any woman who had relations, Beruya Libal Akasim Dabra is talking about a woman who's fit to have relations. Ato Aime Beruya Libal. Do you say by someone who's fit for relations? Oy Enoy Ella Nivala Mamish. Or it means only a woman who had relations. No, it can't be only a woman who had relations because Kshu Aime Bechal Atap Anashma Shaloyal Dumishkab Zachar. When it says any child that did not have relations, have a oimer, then I have to say, that by an adult is talking about someone worthy of having relations, not actually a woman who had relations. Because, why does that have to be? When it says, Rashi says, That implies, but a woman, even though she didn't have relations, you kill her. Because it says by children, that any child that didn't have relations, you let live. That, that implies by a woman, even if she didn't have relations, you kill her. Why would that be? So that means it's talking about any woman who is fit to have relations, you kill her. How would they know which women are fit, which were not? They pass them before the tzitz. Any time... Her face turns uh, greenish, sallow. Biodua shehiruyli bal. 
you know she's fit to have relations. Kol she'en panuya panei amarikos. If her face doesn't turn green, biadua she'en aruilibal. So they use the tzitz, and the tzitz help determine whether the woman was fit for relations or not. Correct. That means she's three years old. Now, why why just because a woman is fit for relations should she be punished? Apparently because any girl who is fit for relations had designated herself and primed herself for the Bia. Amr of Nachman, Rav Nachman said, Simen la'avera hadrokan. Rav Nachman said, a simen for an avera is hadrokan. Simon for an Avera is Hadrokan, sallow. Avera means if somebody um, committed znus. So it's a certain kind of Hadrokan is not pan of Marikais. It's a type of Rashi says, Panein shal avera moirikin. Rashi says it's the same thing. The face of those who commit averos, it turns uh, sallow. Kiyotse bedavar atoimer, similar to this we say. Vayimso miyoshve yavesh gilad, they found from the residents of yavesh gilad, arba meyos nara besula, 400 virgin maidens, ashaloyadu ish lemishkavzacha, they never lived with a man. Minayadi, how would they know? How would they know they're besulais? Amrav Kahana, Hoshivam Alpi Chavis Shalyayin. They put them on a barrel of wine. Beula Recha Noidev. A woman who had cohabited, her the aroma wafts. The wine will permeate her and go through her, and and the smell will go through her system. Besula, if she is a besula and she's closed up, Ein Recha Noidev. Her fragrance, she will not, uh, the wine will not go through her. So the Gemara now asks, why do they have to use the barrel test? Why didn't they use the tzitz? Why didn't they pass them before the tzitz? I'm Rav Kahana, braid Rav Nasan. Rav Kahana said the, uh, the son of Rav Nasan. To be favorable for them, it says. The, the tzitz is l'ratzayin for them. L'ratzayin v'loy l'paranos. Only to show favor and not to show punishment. So the tzitz was not was an instrument used to show favor, not paranos. Ah, so then how could they use the tzitz by midyan? If so, by midyan also. Am Ravashi, Ravashi says, it says, L'ratzayin lohem, lohem ksiv, lohem l'ratzayin. For Yidin, it's for favor, v'loy l'paranos, not for punishment. For goyim afil l'paranos, it could even be used for paranos. So bottom line, that's the sheet of Rav Shemrayechai, that a child under three years old um, that a child under three years old um, if she converted if she converted, right, thank you a convert under three years old a koyen is allowed to marry Says the Gemara. Remy, how is the test of the tzitz comparable to the test of the barrels of wine? In other words, how could they ask one from the other? The tzitz was being used to test ruuya lebiya, basically her age. The wine barrels were testing uh, the mitzias of whether she had had bia. In the case of the uh, the, 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 uh, the, the you're right. Women. 
Good point. It's not exactly parallel because it's a different kind of test, but the point being, this is another instance where we needed to test the, sta- the status of a woman. And the fact that we use the barrel brings up the question, why couldn't we use the tzitz? Now, the same way the tzitz could determine someone's age, the chayret should be able to determine someone's physiology, you know. But you're right, it's not the exact same test, but the, the tzitz apparently was multifaceted in its uh, testing ability. Okay, so now, Amar Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi, Amar Rabbi Shoban Levi, Halacha Rav Shemaychai. Rabbi Yaakov Idi said, name Rabbi Shoban Levi, the Halacha is like the Rajbi. Amar Le Rabbi Zera, Le Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi, Rabbi Zera said to Rabbi Bar Idi, when you say that Rabbi Shoban Levi said the Halacha is like the Rajbi, Beferah Shmiyalacha Imiklala Shmiyalach, did you hear it explicitly or did you infer it? Says the Gemara, my Klala. What is the... How did you infer it? The Amar, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, Ir achas hoisa be'eretz Yisrael. There was one city in the land of Israel, Shekara aleha irer. In other words, like this. I want to know, did you hear it explicitly or did you infer it? Because if... There's a difference between when someone hears something explicitly and if they infer it. Sometimes if you infer something, you could challenge the inference. If you heard it explicitly, so he, if he said it, he said it. So what would the inference have been had you inferred it? There was one city in Israel, that somebody protested the kashros of a particular city. Vishagar Rebius Rebi Romanos, Rebbe sent Rebbe Romanos, Ubadka, and he checked. Umatsavani found that the Yichus is okay because even though they came from a Giyores, but Bas Giyores Pchusami Bas Shalishan Vyamechan. It was the daughter of a Giyores who was less than three years and one day. Vechshira, Rebbe Lakuna, and Rebbe was Machshir her Lakuna. Amalei. So Rabzeira, this is so Rabzeira asked Rabbi Yaakar Idi, did you hear it explicitly or Miklala? So Rabbi Yaakar Idi said, I heard it explicitly. But if I inferred it, what would you have challenged? So he says, I would have challenged Dilma Shani Hasam. Maybe in that case, just because the daughter of the Yeras Pusum Bashal Shem Echad, Rabbi was Mashal Kahuna, Shani Hasam, Hove Insev Insev. Once the marriage took place, the marriage took place. But that doesn't mean you could marry a woman who converted less than three years old. Because once the marriage happened, it happened. Rav and Rabbi Yochanan, they both said, cannot marry a Koyen But once you married, you married. So, we already know about disqualified women, that just because you can't marry them, it doesn't mean you can't stay married. So maybe in the case of the city that there were complaints about, and Rabbi Rumanus found that they were kosher, that's only because they were married already. Just like we say, by a Bigeris and a Mukasets. And then the Gemara says, no, it's not comparable being able to stay married to a Mukasets and a Bigeris to being able to stay married to a Bas Giyaras Pchusmi Mi Ben Gemoshanum Hachi Hashta like this now. Bishlam Hasam Bishlam over there Soifalias Bagaras Tachtav. You know why the Kangalu could stay with her? 
Because she's a Bulgaris now, but one day anyway she'll be a Bulgaris. Or, Sofalios, um, Be'ula Tachtav. He married a Mukaseitz, ultimately she'll be a Mukaseitz one day. So, Mali now, Mali later. Hacha, but here, Sofalios, Zayna Tachtav. If you marry a, a, a Zayna, what are you going to say? Ah, anyway, one day she'll be Mazana. Ah, hopefully not. Rav Safra Masni Lomiklala. Rav Safna learned from an inference, Allah is like the Rajbi, that if you marry a woman who convert less than three, the coin could stay married to her. Vakashaleh, and he had a question. He got he learned this din from an inference. And he questioned it. Well, maybe it's only because they're already married. He gave the answer that when it comes to a zoina, the fact that they're already married is not a factor. However, the Gemara relates the story that there was a Koyen who married a Giyaris less than three years old. said, My hi, why'd you do it? What do you mean? That less than three, you can marry a Giyaris. Divorce her now. Otherwise, Rabbi Yaakov Aridi will remove her from your ear. Meaning we're going to put you in cherem. Meaning someone married a, um, a Giyaris who converted less than three years old. And Rabbi Yaakov said, what are you doing? And he said, because Rabbi Yaakov Aridi said, So basically Rabbi Nachman said, Divorce her now, otherwise Rabbi Yaakov Ra'idi will remove her from your ear. In other words, otherwise we're going to put you in cherem. So this is basically disputing the halacha that Rabbi Yaakov Ra'idi paskin like the Rajbi. Okay, we'll hold it over here, Bezus Hashem. We will um, continue next week with Dav Samach Aleph. Wishing you an amazing Shabbos. And uh, call to... I have a question. Sure. So... You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.